Welcome to the weekly Easy Sports NRL podcast, where we analyse every match of the round so that you can reduce your bookies to a blubbering mess. My name is Bluey, and we have another huge round to preview this week for the Indigenous round of the NRL, which will include some matches that could really begin to shape the top four and indeed the top eight. Shot ourselves in the foot. I thought, uh, um, you know, we played good enough footy there, um, but we just didn't control the ball well enough, you know, less than 50% completion rate in the second half. They were in the 90s, that, that's, that sums it up, I thought. Um, I thought, our, you know, energy and urgency and um, the way we went about it was good. If anything, we were probably just a little bit too tight, you know, in, in too much of a hurry. Um, but yeah, just their ball control in particular, just handed it to them in that second half. That was, of course, Cowboys coach Paul Green talking about their disappointing loss against the West Tigers last night. Uh, he was bang on. The completion rate in the second half from the Cowboys was uh, absolutely shocking. They've got um, some serious soul-searching to do now, sitting at three wins and seven losses. Uh, the finals chances are, are rapidly sliding out of view in Jonathan Thurston's final season at the Cowboys and indeed in the NRL also an unwanted statistic for Jonathan Thurston. That loss means that he has never won at Leichhardt Oval in his entire career and he unfortunately won't get a chance to uh, to write that record. But uh, for the Tigers, of course, it was a, a good bounce back for them after three losses in a row. They uh, needed to steady the ship and there were plenty of strong performances uh, from the Tigers. Uh, a winger, Mahe Fanua, was an absolute powerhouse. Uh, he, he's built like a forward, but playing on the wing, uh, uh, an excellent asset for them. And, uh, and Benji Marshall, too, running at the line like he was... Uh, an 18-year-old kid again was uh, was great to see. So uh, good news for Tigers fans, but uh, for Cowboys supporters, uh, plenty of questions. Now let's head into the preview of this weekend's NRL action, starting with the Friday night doubleheader. Now the first match Friday night, we have the Newcastle Knights taking on the Penrith Panthers. And... Uh, uh, of course, the Knights have been uh, struggling a little bit in the absence of the injured Mitchell Pearce. But uh, at the back, Kalen Ponga is pressing for a, a maiden state of origin jersey. And uh, he's doing himself no harm with uh, the form that he's been playing with in, uh, in recent weeks. A little scratchy at times, but not afraid to chance his arm. And uh, just an incredible talent, young Ponga. And uh, chiming up in the halves as well. Uh, uh, and not afraid to uh, uh, take the game by the scruff of the neck. Uh, uh, meanwhile, the, the Panthers, uh, look, the scoreline suggested it was a close match against the Cowboys last week. But uh, for most of the game, they were uh, pretty comprehensively beaten uh, uh, by the visitors. Um, they'll be looking to bounce back for this one. And, uh, uh, of course, James Maloney is uh, is preparing himself for a, a state of origin uh, uh, jersey uh, in the upcoming series. Um, amazingly, Trent Merrin has been named in this team despite a compound fracture in his finger, which was suffered in the warm-up last week. So it'll be interesting to see if he takes the field and uh, what his impact will be. Um, 
at home, I, I fancy the Knights here. Uh, I, I think they're going to uh, to bounce back and uh, put a strong win on the board. But uh, this could be quite an entertaining contest. And uh, the Panthers have been playing good football this year. So uh, if they turn on their best, the Knights will struggle. But uh, Newcastle at home, Ponga with all to play for. I, I'm going to tip Newcastle to, to get the Chockeys here. The second match of Friday Night Football is the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs taking on the Parramatta Eels. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the Eels uh, uh, bounce back from their, their loss to Cronulla last week. Uh, it, it was quite amazing that they uh, put on that flurry of three tries in the, in the final uh, six minutes or so uh, with Mitchell Moses having a, a kick from uh, close to the sideline to level things up that... Uh, Unfortunately for him, he missed. But uh, look, while it was exciting viewing, it uh, it, it was a small solace for coach Brad Arthur. So uh, let's have a listen to, to the Eels coach now. Yeah, but it just makes us more frustrated. Um, that, you know, we'll keep saying it. We'll give, our, you know, give ourselves a chance that one stage there in the second half, we'd made 170 tackles or something to 60. We just can't do it. Yes, and he's bang on there. Look, the Eels, while the scoreline suggested it was a close match again, uh, they were playing pretty dismal football for most of that contest, and indeed nearly all of that contest. Uh, they're going to need to be better than that to notch up uh, more wins in the NRL. But uh, look, the Bulldogs haven't exactly been lighting the world on fire themselves, um, especially uh, their forward pack. Uh, look, Aaron Woods, uh, he needs to pull his socks up, uh, as does his origin teammate, Clemmer. Um, it's very difficult to get a read on this match. Uh, certainly whoever controls the possession and uh, and the ball itself is uh, likely to come away with the win here. And how scarred are the Eels going to be from that loss uh, last week uh, against the Sharks? Uh, Mitchell Moses was uh, close to inconsolable uh, after the siren. Um, look... I think I'll have to lean towards the doggies here. Uh, I think the Eels uh, probably came back to earth a little bit against Canella. I think there's uh, a lot of work to be done in their roster, and uh, I think it will be the doggies who will get the job done here. Now, moving on to Super Saturday, and our first match is the New Zealand Warriors versus the Sydney Roosters. And... This has uh, all the hallmarks of a, of a classic match, um, especially considering the Roosters are starting to turn the corner a little bit uh, with their star-studded roster and marquee recruit Cooper Cronk. Big things were expected of the Chooks this season. Uh, so far, they haven't quite lived up to the hype, but uh, against a tenacious Manly side last week, uh, they tried new things in attack and uh, ultimately came away with the win. So uh, let's have a listen to Roosters coach Trent Robinson. Yeah, it's hard. Like NRL, week to weeks, you know, people like routine. We go through 24 rounds and people like to continue their routine from week to week. Um, so any slight changes, like in most people, they don't like it. They get a bit, they get a bit tight. Whereas these guys had to work through a bit of change. You know, as I said, it was our coaching issue. We made a change. They had to fight through it, and we got to the point where we executed fairly well in that area. You know, it might have thrown off some of the other areas of the game because we spent so much time on it, um, but it was needed. 
So there you go, uh, a, a Dally M award-winning coach uh, outlining the changes that needed to be made uh, about a third of the way through the season. Uh, not afraid to make the hard calls, and uh, it could ultimately benefit the Roosters. Uh, against Manly, I, I guess it could be viewed as a complaint or it could be uh, a positive thing, but uh, it, it was pretty obvious that their attack was highly structured in that match. Um, a lot of people thought they were perhaps going to put Manly to the sword in that game. Uh, I think uh, Trent was more focused on getting the win and getting their structures right, uh, which will be imperative against this Warriors side. But uh, of course, the Warriors, uh, they play with a, a certain amount of uh, off-the-cuff brand energetic football. Uh, and certainly their captain, Roger Tuavasa Shek at the back is absolutely lighting it up at the moment. But... Uh, Sean Johnson out injured again, so in comes Mason Lino in the halfback jersey, and uh, young Lino in his first NRL match this year actually got a win against the Roosters uh, early in the year. Um, this match will be played in New Zealand. Uh, the Warriors at near the top of the table. Look, all pointers are the Warriors should win this one, but... Uh, Look, I worry about the shrewd mind of Trent Robinson and the ability of Cooper Cronk and James Tedesco, who have yet to really fire in 2018. Uh, I, I think the change of things and the opportunity to roll them out against Manly will perhaps have the Roosters poised to be a better outfit than they were earlier in the year. And I think they might come away with the two points over, over across the ditch. The second match of Super Saturday is uh, part of a double header at Suncorp Stadium, uh, where we have the Melbourne Storm taking on the Gold Coast Titans. And uh, look, I don't think there's much point dwelling on this one too much. Uh, the Titans, again, we keep we keep saying it. They'll be brave and they'll get occasional wins across the year, but they're not going to beat the Melbourne Storm. They simply don't have the cattle. Although uh, Coach Garth Brennan has. Uh, Decided to uh, shuffle things up a little bit because the team has been underperforming. Um, with Bryce Cartwright being the the big one, he's been dropped from 5'8", and he'll come off the bench, likely to play in the forwards. Uh, and AJ Brimson will uh, come into the side for a debut. Uh, the centres, Conrad Hurrell and Brendan Elliott are both out. Uh, Dal Copley will return from a hamstring injury, and Brenko Lee will take up a spot in the centres. Uh Jai Arrow, who's been uh, in pretty good form and was uh, uh, eyeing off a, a possible state of origin bench spot, is out. Um, Jared Wallace will move to lock. Ryan James to the front row and Will Matthews in the second row. So uh, uh, plenty of changes there for the Titans. Um, it doesn't bode well for them in this match. Uh, it's good to see them building to try and... Uh, you come up with a better formula for the rest of the year, but uh, the way the Storm have been playing, I think they'll be way too strong for the Titans. <laughs> the second match at Suncorp Stadium will see the Manly Seagulls take on the Brisbane Broncos, and this is, amazingly, actually a home game for Manly. Uh, uh, they did uh, take the cash on offer to move this one to Suncorp for the doubleheader, which... Uh, basically gives the Broncos a, a free home match uh, for the round. Um, now, again, that move to move it to, to Suncorp, and uh, we know all the strife and trouble that's going down at the Manly Seagulls, who uh, there's rumours that the, 
that the Bears might be trying to buy them out to, to resurrect themselves in the NRL. Uh, problems with Daly Cherry Evans, problems with the salary cap, uh, a raft of issues for the Seagulls to deal with here. But I have a feeling that the Seagulls might defy a few of the critics this week because the Brisbane Broncos have not been lighting the world on fire themselves. And I thought the Seagulls actually made a pretty good account of themselves last week against the Roosters. Uh, in a lot of ways, unfortunate not to come away with a win. I think they will get a win this week, even if the match at Suncorp Stadium. Um, I think that siege mentality will uh, will work well for them. Um, and I, I think some of their players pushing for origin spots will uh, really stand up. Uh, uh, most notably, Tom Trebojevic probably needs a big game here, um, given that he wasn't particularly at his best against the Roosters. So if he fires, I think the Seagulls will get over the line here. Now we move on to our first Sunday match and uh, we've got an absolute cracker to start the day off with uh, at ANZ Stadium at 2 o'clock. We have the Rabbitohs taking on the Dragons and uh, the all-conquering Dragons sit at the top of the NRL ladder and it looks very, very difficult to see how anyone can stop them at the moment. Uh, certainly, maybe they will only their only enemy will be themselves as uh, has happened in recent seasons, but... Uh, Certainly the Dragons look in uh, immaculate form, but uh, the Rabbitohs have been uh, flying along pretty well this year and under the radar, so this will be a fantastic clash, uh, a highly entertaining one, and I find it hard to uh, tip a winner here, but uh, look, I'll have to stick with the Dragons because, uh, as I said, on, on current form, I don't think there's many in the NRL who can get past them at the moment, so... We'll tip the Dragons, but uh, not with a great deal of confidence, and we'll uh, look forward to a, a very good game of rugby league there. Now, our final match of Sunday and the round is the Canberra Raiders taking on the Cronulla Sharks at GIO Stadium, and... Uh, well, this could be an interesting matchup. Uh, uh, the Raiders have uh, started to put a few wins together and uh, starting to make their uh, march up the up the NRL ladder. Whereas uh, the Sharks, uh, they got out of jail in a way against the Eels last week. Um, they controlled the game for 74 minutes, but uh, no coach would be happy with uh, leaking three tries in in six minutes to to give the uh, the opposition a sniff. Um, Oh, very, very tricky one to pick this one. Um, but the, the Dragons, uh, sorry, the, the Sharks uh, do have a number of returning players in this one. Uh, of course, had the virus sweep through the squad last week. Uh, and Jason Bakuya was uh, hospitalized with that. Uh, he returns uh, and he'll start in the back row. Uh, Wade Graham, unfortunately, out with that hamstring injury. But uh, uh, Paul Gallen, who has been out for a number of weeks, uh, he'll return at lock, which will uh, uh, give the Sharks an enormous boost, uh, a go forward and defence. Um, look, a tough one to tip, but uh, I think the Raiders at home are starting to build a little bit here, and uh, I think they might get the win over the, the Sharks, who are still a little bit undermanned, and I think Wade Graham is uh, uh, probably a, a bigger loss than... Uh, and some people might give him credit for. Uh, he's an incredible ball playing forward, and uh, his absence will hurt the Sharks. Uh, so, yeah, look, we'll, we'll tip the Canberra Raiders to get the final match of the round, uh, uh, probably by one or two points. It's, uh, they do like a close match, don't they? Well, that wraps up things for another week. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, 
My name is Bluey and uh, I'll be back again next week for uh, more tips uh, and analysis of the NRL as we edge ever closer to the state of origin period.